Peter Sumic is a West Coast immortal, a dual premiership player, seven times the club's leading goal kicker and a member of the AFL's exclusive 100 goals a season club. He also is one of an even more exclusive group, players who might have died on the playing field. Welcome, Peter. Is that fact or is that journalistic licence? Oh, I think that's fact. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Interesting moment, that one. West Coast are playing Footscray? Footscray back then, yeah. At Subi? Yes. There's a brawl on the boundary line. You should be telling the story. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah, there was a brawl, I think... I forgot, I think it was Wallace picked off Brett Hetty and we all come in and, you know, there was bodies flying everywhere. There's about seven or eight blokes coming in and then more as well. And then I went in and I just, there's a bit of a group, you know, on top of Brett. And then I just come in just to pull one or two of the Footscray players off. And as I did that, leaning over, someone grabbed me from behind and um, got me in a good headlock and then, pulled me back and I just went to the ground with him. Um, and then what happened, I just tried to get out of that. Yeah, you just tried to yeah, shrug him off? Yeah, you're trying to, to work it for, a, you know, five or ten seconds. And I thought, oh, geez, he's got me pretty good here. I'm, I'm pretty well done, so... You, what get, do you mean by pretty well done? Well, I couldn't, couldn't get out of it. Yeah. He had me in a headlock that was A-grade. He must have yeah. been a good wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, I just gave the tap out. I just tapped out and says, all right, that's enough. So you got where, me. where'd you tap him? Just on the shoulder yeah, and the yeah. arm, you know, like put the hand up, that's enough. You, yep. you got me and actually went harder. And I thought, oh, geez, I'm in a bit of trouble here. And then he went harder and next, you know, that was it. I woke up so in the you, change rooms. You blacked yeah, out? Yeah, I, I thought to myself, I'm gone. Really? I, I really started to lose all my breath and the whole lot. And I thought, geez, I'm gone here. And then Dying next, as in terms of you thought you might yeah, die? Yeah, I might die. I, I, I seriously did at that moment because I've never been in that situation. No one, I don't think too many people would have. And to, to lose your breath and go, you, you didn't know what to do. And then I, I thought, geez, I'm struggling. And next you know, gone, black, blacked out and woke up in the change rooms. In to the change rooms. With screaming, the doctor? Yeah, to a screaming <coughs> wife and yeah. an old man that I reckon wanted to, I reckon, get out there and kill a few people himself yeah. because he was pretty upset. Have you crossed paths with Danny Southern since that, that day? Never. What would you do if you did? Oh, I'd just walk away. Would you? I wouldn't acknowledge him, no. I, I hear, I only hear yeah. the second hand, I hear that, that A, he's embarrassed by it, understandably, yeah, and B, he regrets it. Would that cut in the ice with you? No, not really, because he's never ever rang me to apologise or... And that's fine. I, I, I got nothing against Danny with that side of it, but... On the flip side, I, I won't be going out of my way to Salo or do anything. It was horrific Danny. television. It's yeah. a long time ago, but I can still remember it. And I think um, just that that thought of sort of someone who was defenceless. And you were you were back onto him, weren't you? Yeah, well, yeah, I was back on, and yeah. he was. But he rolled me a little bit, and then just got me to the side a bit, and then just went harder. So mm. yeah, it okay. was it was. I think it was a week before the finals too, which was a bit bizarre. And there was about ten or eleven of us went up to the tribunal for Malay. Yeah. So... So, um, you, got, so you got cited and had to appear before yeah, the Yeah, yeah. There was about 10 or 11... Well, 11. for being nearly killed. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. So we all went up and it, actually we played the following week against Collingwood at the WAC and they probably should have beaten us. They nearly did. Um, gone dropped that mark. So, yeah, That's right. We were a bit unsettled, I think, yeah. leading into that game. I, I, back to the footy stuff. This is an honest assessment. I don't think you get the kudos you deserve. I mean, you, you're, um, you're still West Coast's leading goal kicker of all time. 
you kicked 111 goals one year. That year you kicked 111, you also kicked 89 points. Did you know that? Yeah. So it's 200 yeah. scoring shots. Now, you know Plugger never had 200 scoring shots in any season. Yeah, I was, look, we, we had a great year that year, of course, uh, the club made the grand final, but yeah, I just, and I'll probably kick 30 out in the full. Mike, I think you're forgetting <laughs> I those. No, I didn't forget. I was, yeah. wasn't brave enough to remind yeah. you of that. Oh, no, I know, I just had one of those years, everything fairly worked for me, and you know, plenty of shots on goal and missed a lot of easy ones, got a lot of difficult ones. It's just one of those years and, it, you know, just worked out well for me. You're kicking. You've been, I suspect, haunted by it at different times. Yeah. It still brought you more than 500 goals. How would you rate yourself as a kick? Did you just have the normal left footers fragility about you or were you a bit wayward? A um, little bit wayward, but I, I think a lot of people got in my head uh, at a certain stage. I, I was just a little bit easy going. I was free-flowing with my routine. Um, didn't have really a set one, but just free-flowed. But when I started to miss a couple, a lot of people then got in my ear about, oh, I should look at this, look at... And I probably... I got confused. Mm. And, and then it probably made me worse. And, but then I, I sorted it out after knew why, because I actually looked at and studied Lockett and Dunstall. Did you? Yeah. yeah. And looked at their... They only had really three or four or five steps and then kicked. What about the fact that they were right-footers, though? Did they, and you had that left-foot arc, didn't you? Yeah, in close. See, when I was around, you know, 20 to 35 out, I still had that big arc and I was going in, I was probably kicking it too far. Mm. So in watching Dunstall and Lockett, I thought, I only need to ease this through. Mm. So I just changed it up with, you know, that four or five steps and then just put it through and it was much easier for me. You seem to us watching, or well, I can't speak for us, for me, you seem much more comfortable at 50-55 than you were at 15. Fair call? Yes, yeah. Probably because there was less pressure to kick it and I just got into that free-flowing routine, like, like I said earlier, just just get out and kick it. And, mm. and I was always one to put a lot of pressure on myself because I always used the, the term I was paid to kick the goals. Yep. So I used to tell my teammates, kick it to me, I'm paid to kick them. Mm. That's what I'm here for. And and that's why I took it upon myself a lot from 50-55 to do that. 92, was it the 92 grand final you kicked 6-1? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you kicked 18 goals in three finals that year. Yeah, it was... Um, and that little bloke on the wing, Matera, took all your kudos. Yeah, he got me. I gave him a handball over the top <laughs> in the grand final, giving him his fifth. That would have been my seventh. Um, I don't know, the Norm Smith might have been mine, Mike. Yeah. You never know. No, look, he, he, he was, was brilliant great. that he September, was wasn't he? Unbelievable. Yeah. He had a great final series. Really Did good. you play with a more dynamic player than him? I know you've got Kemp and Jakovic and so many good players yeah. in that era, but he was explosive, wasn't he? Oh, he he's the best I've seen for a long, long time. I don't think I've seen too many even now like that. Probably I was fortunate enough to see Judd in the middle. Peter was playing on the wing. Judd had that explosive, you know, five to ten metres where he just burst through a pack and he'd come out the other end and you couldn't get him. Um, Peter was, was like that on the wing. Matura was a better kick, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could kick yeah. it as Judd far as he was you. really good, but Peter was exceptional. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, that grand final day, six goals won. Should you have kicked seven or not? What, what was the one that you missed? Yeah, it was in the second quarter. I, I missed one just before half time. It was about halfway through the quarter, actually. It's quite interesting, I'll tell you a quick story. And then uh, at half time, my mum and dad stayed at home and back then you had the uh, white pages mm -hmm. and you just... Um, mum got a phone call from a 
disgruntled at West half Coast time. fan at half time and actually abused her um, about me, saying that I was going to lose this to the grand final because I can't kick and really? and all that. So my mum started crying and and all that. So yeah, it was a pretty emotional time for them. Gee, they're pretty rabid over here, aren't they? Yeah, it was bizarre. <laughs> it was bizarre. When when you're at South Fremantle, Peter, were you a defender? Um, no, I started off at um, at full forward, and then went to Sinar forward um, under Stan Magro and yep. Don Haddo. Yeah, yeah. When I played my first, I think eight or nine games at West Coast under John Todd, I played at Sinar back. Oh, okay. Yeah, Toddy said to me at the start of the season, he said, "I'm going to play on the best players so you can learn how to play forward." And I, at the time, I thought, you're mad. <laughs> but it was the best thing for me because I played on Burt and Kernahan, Stewie Lowe. My first game was at the Wacker on Paul Salmon, um, you know, changing in the ruck with um, Madden. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, I had, it was great for me to learn and learn how to play against these players. And then I went forward about halfway through the season and kicked 45. So. Peter, you had the left foot hook. Was that a reflection of your early years as a soccer player? Geez, you've done your homework, Mike. Um, yeah, I played soccer till I was about 13 at Spiel de Matnax. And, uh, yeah, it, it was, I used to take the corners and I used to play, like, halfback. And, um, yeah, it was a reflection on the way I kicked that football. So why football and not soccer as you in your teenage years? I, I used to go and watch South Fremantle play at Fremantle Oval and my idols were Morris Rioli, Stephen Michaels, Basil Campbell, Benny Vagona... Noel Carter, you know, Joe McKay played centre half back. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just thought, oh, I've got to play one day at this club. Mm. And that, that was my aim as a young kid. I used to sit on the on the fence of the press box there with George Gwilicic, yeah, used to yeah. yell and scream yeah. out of Old George, the box. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I thought, oh, I've got to play for this club one day, which I was fortunate to do. Three grand finals, you'd have to be pretty happy with that. I mean, it's a good return yeah. for a career. And I must say, what I've learned of more recent times is how difficult it was for you blokes back then with all the travel. Yeah, it was. And I, I look at now, back then, we, we used to travel and sit on a plane and have a Diet Coke. Yeah. You know, and, and you sit back now, like, no way could you do that now. And we just did it. We didn't know about water and all those type of things, food. You know, we, we had an idea, but it wasn't as, you know, so how we won premierships really was a bit freakish. I was talking to Kevin Sheedy this week. Yeah. I told him I was speaking to you and, and the, the travel that you blokes had. And he said, we, as Victorians, never appreciated the load yeah. that that was on you. So you probably should have won more flags. Yeah, I, I think with the group we had, we we probably were one shy, I thought. 91? 91, we were the best side throughout the year, but not on the day. Hawthorne were the best side on the day. Yeah, pretty... we, we probably should have won. I thought 93. 93? And when the Baby Bombers won, I thought we were... Hard done by when we won our final here, and we were supposed to play Essendon here, but because of the contract with the MCG, mm. we had to go to Melbourne to play Essendon. What was the year of the the draw at, at Waverley in the? In uh, the... Ninety. Ninety. Yeah. You were involved in that, were you? Yeah, not? yeah. <laughs> I was. Uh, yeah, I was about fifteen metres out on my non-preferred side, and, and I... West Coast were a point behind. Point behind. Yeah, and and nine nine times out of ten, I'd do a check side. Um, but looking at the scoreboard, I I just thought to myself, geez, if I don't get this right, it'll go out in a full. And I thought, kick a point. I thought there was two or three minutes to go. And I thought, they've got to kick it back in. If I didn't kick the goal, we've got a point at least. So that that's the reasoning for me doing a drop punt. Other than that, I would have done a check side. It was your wrong side for you, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was. 
Was that the year you played four finals in a row, Waverley? Yeah, yeah. And that was the year people, I'll tell you a quick story. After we finished, because we had the um, the flights, were, a lot of flights were cancelled throughout because we had strikes mm -hmm. going back mm -hmm. here in WA. And we had, I think we played five games in a row because our last game was at Geelong. Oh, really? And then we had the four finals. And I remember after the, Essendon beat us in the prelim, thrashed us by about 10 goals. We went in the change rooms and Mick come in and he spoke and he cried. Did he? He, as the first time I've seen Mick that emotional, because he couldn't believe what we achieved with the travel and the whole lot, just to get to that prelim at that so stage. So he's crying in pride? In pride. Yeah. He, he was that proud of the group. And we knew then once, you know, then that just, you could, we were all feeling great about ourselves from there on in. We knew we were going to have some achievement down the track. So that's five weeks in a row you've travelled Perth to Melbourne yep. and then got in the bus one week to go to Geelong yep. and then the bus four weeks in a row to go to Waverley. Waverley, yep. Gee. Yep. No wonder he was proud of you. Yeah, yeah. And it was an emotional time and because of the drawn final, every time I see Sheeds, he, he has a go at me as well. <laughs> <laughs> so he reckons what cost Essendon one. The, the relationship with, with Mick, He's known as a hard taskmaster, but he's also known these players and he form a great bond. Yeah, yeah oh, look, Mick was unbelievable for us. And I I thought John Todd, this is me personally, created a group for Mick. Um, unfortunately, Toddy couldn't finish it off. And then Mick come along and gave us that real steel about what we had to do in Melbourne mm -hmm. and how to win in Melbourne and he was a great coach that way and a great motivator. I've, there were times there where his speeches, oh, I could tell you, Johnny Warsfold, if there was a brick wall, we all, he would have went through first, but we would have followed. Yeah. It was just, we were that pumped after his speeches in certain games, it was unbelievable. Did he rip into you at any, any stage? Yeah, me and Mick had a, had a big stash in, I reckon it was 91 and, um, that was my good year too. So we, we had a good one-on-one -on -one in his room after a game. Yep. He got in, me in. His, his hotel room? No, no, in, in his oh, the coach's room. Coach's yeah. room yeah. is at home. We were playing Sydney. I kicked six points, if you yeah. want to know, Mick, or something like that. And um, I, you know, we just had a stash in the room. He was saying certain things that I wasn't doing. And like? I, I, I didn't think we were playing as a team when we were at home. I thought there were a lot of individuals just playing their own game, and I didn't like it. And I was boisterous about that to the group. Mm. Uh, but when we played away, I said to the boys, we, we play like a tight-knit group. I said, we play like a group where, you know, because we're away and so you, you bond mm. closer. Mm. Over here, you got your fans and all that, so everyone thought, oh, well. And I expressed that, Mick didn't like it. And I just said to him, I said, that's the way I feel. And I, I just don't like it because I don't think we'll have success if we don't stamp this out. And, you know, we had a little bit of a stoush in his room and we so moved you, on. You, you answered him back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he went at me with a few things. <laughs> I, don't, I, I won't say on the... Yeah. And I went back at him and that's the way I was, you know. Did you part on good terms? Yeah, look, he, look I still played to 97. I think Mick eventually got me. <laughs> like most coaches, coaches do. do that, yeah. yeah. What about, how was Mick when, when you came in? Um, I remember one game, you kicked eight goals, seven in one game. I think it was against Geelong, is that right? Um, yeah, can't remember. But in a return like that, did he yeah. just live with that and sort of say, well, 
Peter's going to have a day where he's where he's a bit wayward, or, or would yeah, he... he never he never said anything about my wayward kicking. He he never come up to me and you know you're doing this wrong. You should have done this, and you're missing us. You're costing us. He never said that. Never in his time. He was really good with that. He just let it be. Um, so it was one thing that I appreciated from him that he didn't confuse the situation as well. So, if I heard you correctly earlier, Peter, Peter Vitsiri was the best player you played with? Yeah, Peter and then not far behind, Dean Kemp and Glenn Jakovic on a par, those two. Kemp, he certainly doesn't get the recognition he deserves on the Eastern Seaboard, but what made him special for you? Oh, just, he, he was just a smooth mover. He just went into packs, got the ball, just come out and just looked effortless. You know, he just got out of the packs and then just hit someone up and there was no issue. One day he didn't get out of a pack. Yeah, I think it was Rashudo giving him a good. Uh, he once. landed like a log, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and that, that I think that sorted him out a little bit because he had a few head knocks. Yeah, but one of the toughest players I played with. Peter, you went back to uh, West Coast as an assistant coach and had what ten or eleven years there? Ten. Ten. Yep, under John. The correct. I, I I may have misread this. My understanding was that you left West Coast. Yep. You planned to go to Frio. Did you go to Frio? Yep. Was that with, under Mark Harvey initially? No, um, I thought it was going to be under Mark. Yeah. Um, because when I was negotiating with Fremantle, um, with Chris Bond, um, I thought it was going to be under Mark. But then what happened with Mark and, mm. and all that happened. And next you know, Ross was coach. Yeah. How'd you get on with Ross? Yeah, fine. He, he was good. Look, he's, he's a tough coach. He's a tough coach and, and you have to be that way, I think, to have some success. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, hopefully you get some. Now, you're a Frio boy from birth, right? Yep. And you played with West Coast and there's plenty of hostility between the two uh, camps here. Yep. Where's your heart, where's your heart these days? Oh, look, when, I always, my, my heart's blue and gold. It has to be. It always will be. Um, you don't achieve premierships, you know, that type of stuff. And, and look, but I, my time at Fremantle was great and I I'm really appreciate the opportunity Fremantle gave me to, to come there as an assistant and improve myself as a coach. You're a passionate group, the Frio people, aren't they? They are and they need some success and I, I, I feel for them because West Coast have done really well and, and as we talked about earlier, Mike, it's hard to win them from mm, over here, mm. very hard. And Fremantle, hopefully in the in the coming years, um, they can win ones just for the fans because I think they deserve one. I'll see what your judgment's like. Uh, who do you think has got the better chance or who will finish higher in 2017 out of the two WA teams? I think West Coast. Yeah, I, West Coast have got a power forward and I reckon they got one of the better back lines going around. I think underrated. And I, if Yo stays back, I reckon they'll be a good chance to finish top four. And then from there, I think it's whatever, because it's so hard to pick. Kennedy's going to get your goal-kicking record, Peter, too, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's taken him a fair while, but... <laughs> <laughs> now, when you were a kid and you were making your way, you've given up soccer, you've played AFL, you are a pretty good cricketer too, weren't you? Yeah, I, I, I played for Fremantle um, Cricket Club. My first game, A-grade, when I played, my captain was Jeff Marsh. Yeah? Yeah. We had Ken McClay playing and... Um, you know, it was, a, it was a pretty good side. And then Marshy went on and played for Australia from there. And, yeah, I was fortunate enough to get picked in the Australian 19s. Yeah, who was, was captain of that team? Um, Jeff Parker. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, Victorian, yeah, yeah Victorian, great. You bowled that stuff, didn't you? Which is yeah, left arm orthodox. Did they mind. turn or not? Oh, a little bit. Did they? I only need to turn a little bit to get the wickets. <laughs> Just to get the edge. <laughs> yeah. So was there was there ever any um, dilemma for you about what course you would take between cricket yeah, and football? Big time. Was it? Um, yeah, it was. It was uh, an era where I, I probably, my old man reckons I should have played cricket. Mm. He, he sits back, my dad Laurie, and he goes would have been good for you to play cricket. And I, but I achieved what I wanted to out of football because he always thought I was a better cricketer. And it was before the Warn era yep. and they were looking for spinners. So, and when I went and toured that 19s tour in New Zealand, um, I actually bowled quite well. So I, I don't know how far I would have went. Two premierships and big contributions in both those, but was the year when you kicked 111 goals, was that your best year? Yeah, I think so. But I think 92 wasn't, Far be I wasn't too far behind, I reckon. The reason why, I, I got injured and I missed probably, I think, five games and I kicked 84 goals, but I reckon I had more of an impact um, just for the side. Mm. Um, so, you know, 92 was a, a pretty good year for me. Your record in, in big games was good. Kick an average of better than three in, in your 19 finals. That's good going. Yeah, yeah. I was, like I said, I'd... We had a fair side running around kicking me mm. the ball, so I was fortunate. And Mick always, that was his philosophy. He wanted players, you know, who played well in finals. Mm. He, he used to rate it on that. If you didn't play well in finals, he'd give you a bit of a go, I reckon. But after a year or two, I reckon he'd, he'd move you aside. Mm -hmm. yeah. What about the fullbacks that were around at the time? There was a pretty handy collection. Some great ones. Yeah. You know. who, who did you least like playing on? Probably, probably Mick Martin. Yeah. Um, you Did know, he rough Mick, you up? Yeah, he always tried to rough me up, Mick. And it got early do early doors. I, I didn't know how to handle it, but then I got used to it and, you know, I actually went back at him a little bit. It's got back then your whole jumpers, your yeah. pinch and all that. And I learned, oh, he's pinching me. And I thought, so I started pinching him back. He got angry at me. He goes, what are you doing? I said, well, you're doing it to me. Yeah. Why can't I pinch you? You're not allowed to touch, you know, and he started getting confused because I was actually going back at him. So it took me a few years to learn all those little tricks of the trade. I wonder if he pinched Plugger. Do you reckon Mick would have oh, pinched Plugger? I don't reckon. <laughs> I don't reckon. So he was tough because he played so yeah. close and he was so negative in the sense that his sole intent was to knock the ball away, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, knock the ball away and, and beat his opponent. Didn't care about anything else. I, I shouldn't say didn't care. He, he just, that was his yeah. job and he did it really well. Who backed themselves against you in saying a, a pure test of they were prepared to back their skills against yours? Uh, Silvani and Langford. So Silvani, did, didn't he hold on to you? Yeah, yeah, he did, but he, he used to back himself in. Langford would, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he used to play, we call it term now and footy assertive, like play in front of me. Mm -hmm. and, and it took me probably three times in playing on him or him playing on me to actually work out how to beat him um, because he was playing in front and I didn't know how to... So, you know, it took me a while and then I, I you know, my probably latter, uh, latter years, sorry, his latter years, I probably got him a fair bit because he probably lacked a yard of pace <laughs> at the end. But Peter, you've always been an assistant coach. Was there ever an opportunity to either expand your CV then or get a senior job? Yeah, probably in um, 2007 um, when Chris Judd, he was going back to Carlton. I think Ratton got employed, his senior coach at Carlton, first year. And I was going to Carlton. So Brett Ratton rang you about an assistant's yeah. job at Carlton. Yeah. yeah. And um, to come along. And so we met over in Melbourne, had a coffee, and I really liked the way 
he went about things and he spoke. And I thought, no, nah, this is me. I need to go. Yep. Leave West Coast, get to Melbourne. This is my chance. And then hopefully within two, three, four years, I might get a senior job um, because you're in the mecca of the, mm-hmm. the Melbourne. Why and did then, you go? Then what happened, it just, I, I suppose the cousins issue blew up. Um, and then um, I sat down with uh, Niz and Wusher and they just said, you can't, not you can't go. They they said, look, really, we, we want you to stay. What, for the United Front? Yeah, yeah. 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 And and I really, I thought it over and I, you know, I thought I'd better do the right thing. So I really did the right thing by the club. Do you regret stay. it? I do now because I don't know if it, it probably would have cost me a, a senior job because, like I said, being in Melbourne and being exposed to all those Melbourne clubs, so it probably did at the end. Cost That's me a ten job. years ago, Peter. Looking back on that and what we know now, what are your feelings towards Ben Cousins? Um, sadness. I, I just hope everything works out for him down the track. Look, and if it does, it does. You know, we it's out of our hands now, mm-hmm. and it's been out of our hands for a long time, and. Uh, you know, we we know what went on um, back then, and I don't want to go over whole ground. I was just going to ask you, what does that mean? We know what went on. Went on. Yeah, Mike, I get a little bit dirty because you know West Coast got slammed a fair bit, which is fair enough, and and the media in Melbourne and and everywhere. But I reckon there weren't too many backyards clean back then, and and mm. that's what upsets me a bit. And one day it'd be nice for Ben actually to come out and actually say what happened and what he's seen and what he's seen around back then and people and all that. I'd love him to come out and say, but he won't. He's not that type of person. So what you're saying to me is that problem that existed at West Coast wasn't specific to the Eagles? No, I I think it was was broader than that. And I think everyone who, who understands what we're dealing with now with my children, you know, younger kids at this stage, it's tough. And I think no doubt back then it would have been the same. So we're dealing with an issue um, in society and I think it's in club land that you're dealing with it. And I think the AFL done a great job to curtail it a little bit, but you're always going to have your issues. Do you you think it was an epidemic at that time? I I think, like I said, I don't think there were too many backyards clean. Mm. Mm. I don't think anyone can tell me that that, oh, no, the whole, well, back then there would have been 16 sides or whatever, you can't tell me it would have been clean. That's only my opinion. That's how I see it. Peter, what are we doing at Claremont Showgrounds? Oh, this is where our State Academy 18s and 16s are based, and it's it's great to actually have a home ground for us. Um, Are you coaching those kids? Yes, yeah, yeah, the 18s, which I'm really looking forward to, actually. Different... uh, Breed, you know, um, going back, I suppose, in our day, you know, you you could point the finger a bit, Mick, <laughs> but these days you've got to be a little bit more diplomatic about the way that you handle kids. You do? Really? You've got to be softer, yeah, more yeah. sensitive? Yeah, I yeah. think you do. And and that's probably why I've just jumped out of the AFL system for a year or two to, to learn that and hopefully uh, get back in the system and go from there. You're working with Luke Power's group, correct? Yeah, yeah. See, some good coaches there. Power on the top, and Johnson, Sumich, Ottens... And Del Santo. And Del Santo. Yeah, it's a fair group. It's a good group. It's a fair group, yeah. Some uh, big game players there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Peter, I reckon every club's got players who are undervalued at the end of their career. And and I mean this, you're, you're certainly one of them at West Coast. I mean, there's so many stars here. 
I don't think you got the recognition you deserve, but you've been uh, a huge con contributor to the West Coast success. Great to see you and well played. Thanks, Mike. This has been a Fox Footy production. Part of the Fox Sports Network.